welcome to episode 11 of Not Just Yoga. So I think I'm getting the hang of this now, well, I think anyway. Before I go into the main part of the podcast, just let me explain why I've chosen Not Just Yoga as a title. Well, that's because it isn't, it isn't just yoga that I talk about. There are many podcasts out there dedicated to yoga and there are also many podcasts not about yoga. My aim is to hopefully show that anyone can take part in yoga. I've put my insecurities aside and I film sequences and poses that I can do to the best of my ability. I can't do a headstand or a handstand. I may never be able to. And there are plenty of tutorial videos and articles available for those who want to try. My tagline for Say Yes to Yoga is accept who you are. We spend so much time trying to change ourselves, we forget to appreciate what our bodies actually already allow us to do. So I exercise, not, you know, all the time, and I eat well, mainly. And I must say that all the food I eat is Mark's excellent cooking. I know I'm extremely lucky. I don't cook. I'm not very good at cooking at all. Mark enjoys cooking and he enjoys experimenting with food and basically I just get to eat it which is really good and he does make sure we eat quite healthily and he makes a lot of things from scratch as well. I mean I'd probably live on bacon sandwiches otherwise but I certainly haven't got the well-toned muscular physique that you often see associated with yoga or indeed any other type of fitness on social media. I suppose a podcast isn't really the best way of explaining this without any of the visuals. Now, I sense I'm going to start rambling here. So basically, that's the first point I'm trying to make. You can spend years worrying about what you look like and not change anything, or you can embrace it and go with it. The second reason is loosely connected, but it's more of of a personal one. That's my first slip up there. In the fact that I promote and explain yoga in various ways, with the idea of inclusivity, so trying to include everyone. I've been to classes before where I've definitely felt like the odd one out and I really don't want to repeat that mistake in any of my classes. And that leads me to communication. I can happily talk to a group of 200 school children in front of me, but once I'm in a group of adults, doesn't matter how small or large that group of adults is, that's where the anxiety and the nerves kick in. Constant thoughts of... Did I explain that right? Did it make sense? Are they enjoying it? Are they bored? Is it what they expected? And to be honest, I have no qualms about sharing this with you as I've spoken about it in the past. Also, kids are a lot more honest than adults. Kids will just tell you the truth and what they think, whereas adults tend to be a bit more reserved, which again can be a bit of a barrier to communicating with them. Completing the 200 hour teacher training course was just the first step. I have my own understanding of what I want from yoga and I realise that I may not be able to provide what some people require and that's okay. I certainly know enough different yoga teachers if you're after, for example, a challenging core workout or and balance class or someone who can twist and bind themselves effortlessly dear me i am getting my words mixed up today effortlessly so coming back to communication 
This has been tested to its limits during the last 12 months since everything moved online. Not being able to give physical cues in poses meant that I had to think of another way to ensure that whoever attends an online class is safe and doesn't push themselves too far. I mean, that's easy done in a face-to-face class. You're always saying to people, don't push yourself past 70%. Um, and it's, I suppose it's just human nature to want to go that little bit further. I can't wait to get back to normal classes, face-to-face classes. I'll also have the bonus of not swinging my arms into furniture or statues that I've forgotten to move out of the way on a Thursday evening. Well, what I thought would be just a brief explanation after the welcome has turned into something a little bit epic. Right, communication. Doing this podcast gives me even more practice at speaking and explaining things. And I'm often thinking to myself, am I talking too fast? Am I talking too slow? And if you're listening and you think I'm talking too fast or too slow, then please get in touch and tell me. And on the podcast, not all of the things are about yoga. I add in extras, such as books I've read and programmes I've seen, because I do watch other things apart from Sharp and Buffy. Because my whole business is me, just me. I don't have co-workers or colleagues at Say Yes to Yoga. I have my own thoughts and ideas, and I suppose it's me that I'm promoting so there's no division there's no work me and home me and yoga me there's just me blimey time to get on with the actual podcast so once more welcome to not just yoga and if you're still with me then thank you for listening to all of that right as always we move on to the technology part i'm still plowing forward with the website my instagram feed is now on there when you scroll to the bottom of the page So even if you aren't on Instagram, you can still see photos and short clips of yoga and of Wiggy because we all know what's more important. Otherwise, there's been no major breakthroughs on the technology front for this episode. So that takes us on to the next section, which is actually yoga. I'm still doing Zoom classes and I will be for at least the foreseeable future until restrictions are lifted. I also actually attended a class myself, well, a workshop, I should say, not a class, uh, via Zoom on Sunday with a lady called Laura Green, and she runs Laura Green Yoga. Details will be in the description, as always. It was all about anatomy and movement of the shoulders. It was really informative and useful. I learnt quite a bit just from those two hours that I can definitely make use of in my lessons and in my own practice as well. I've also launched or will be launching my own five-week online course that starts on Saturday the 10th of April and it's called Get Back and the back is in brackets into yoga and the idea is that it's for people who have either never done yoga before so they can get into yoga and learn a little bit about it or they can get back into yoga because I know quite a few people who haven't been to class or done any form of yoga since lockdown started a year ago. And the idea is to introduce yoga or reintroduce it to people using a bit of the philosophy, the history behind yoga, as well as poses with adaptations and modifications why we do the poses, the benefits we get. 
there's quite a few different components to it so that will be via zoom and maybe in the future i'll be able to do it face to face but who knows just going back to the shoulders thing i've definitely found an improvement in my chaturanga dandasana so that is a pose that i love to hate i struggle with it i can't do it to its full extent but i'm working on it so that's all i can do it's a work in progress next section is yoga 101 or yoga explained and the three words that i'm going to explain to you this time are ujjayi breath i know that's two words okay nadi and nadi shadana and again i know that's two words but it's still three meanings ujjayi means victorious and it's a type of breathing where we breathe into the very back of our throat and the idea is you contract the glottis to make a small snoring sound the breath is drawn in and out of the throat through the small hole in the throat it's a long deep and controlled breath this is one of those things where again a podcast isn't the best way of explaining it but if you type in ujjayi breath or victorious breath you'll probably come up with a lot of photos and examples of it it's also called ocean breath or if you've got a sense of humor darth vader breath because it's i'm not going to do it while i'm on the podcast because to do it just the sound is very odd i think it needs to be done in person so the idea of ujjayi breathing is to help with your focus and concentration during poses and it also stimulates the nadis so that's the next term i'll explain to you and it's spelled n-a-d-i i know there's different ways of pronouncing it a nadi is a tube or a channel where energy flows in the body and that brings me on to nadi shadana which is alternate nostril breath and you close off one nostril at a time to breathe through thereby breathing through the different channels in the body as with any type of breathing these breathing techniques help to calm the mind clear the mind and give you focus moving on to the myths part so i've got a couple here that all link together the first one it's just a bit of stretching ask anyone who has ever been to any of my classes and they will tell you it is a little bit more involved than that while the majority of my classes are taught at a steady pace yoga works all of your muscles including those ones you thought you didn't exist and some classes can be really fast-paced for yoga all depending on what you're after and the style of yoga that the class is based on this links to oh yoga's too easy or it's too hard you may have already tried a yoga class or you've got some idea in your head of a yoga class and you've decided it's not for you as i've said before there are so many different yoga styles and yoga teachers that it may take a while before you find one you like and if you believe a pose to be too easy or indeed too difficult there are modifications that can be made to ensure that you do the correct level of the pose that is right for you 
just because it looks a certain way in a book or as demonstrated by another person doesn't mean that that's necessarily the right thing for you to do. This is where qualified yoga instructors are handy as they can tailor the pose for you and your needs. And the other myth that is linked to this is your physical condition. Some people have said, oh no, I'm not fit enough to do yoga. My physical condition prevents it. As previously mentioned, there are modifications that can be made. There's props that can be used to help you achieve your pose, not the pose, your pose. So please don't let any of these be a deterrent from trying out yoga. And of course, if you'd like to know more about how yoga can benefit you, please get in touch. Now the eyes, ears, seen and been. So the eyes. As I mentioned last episode, Poland was the country of choice for my reading challenge. I also reread a book from many years ago. It is aimed at older children, so those probably just about to leave primary school. 10, 11, 12 years old. It was called Once and it's by Maurice Gleitzman. I think that's how you say it. And it really stuck with me. So even though I knew what would happen, I enjoyed reading it again and I will probably read it again in another 10 years or so. I don't restrict myself to just reading reading challenge books. I'm making the most of the extra time that I've got at the moment due to being furloughed. I've read a few murder mysteries or the type of murder mystery that I usually read is called a cosy because they're the ones, I mean Jessica Fletcher in Murder She Wrote, that they're cosies, cosy stories. There's no gratuitous violence or drugs or sex. It's just trying to solve the murder. Peter Boone is a new author that I've read and he's a murder mystery writer. I read three of his books, well, two books and one short novella, in four days. As always, I'll put the details of where he can be contacted and his books in the episode description on the website. I've also been reading some other murder mysteries, all based around a place called Christmas River by Meg Muldoon. And all nine of those books are on Kindle Unlimited at the moment. So I've got a quite a task ahead to try and read all those before I have to give them back. Quite a lot of yoga related reading as well this month. As I've often said before, the practice of yoga itself is not religious, but many of the poses actually get their name from ancient Sanskrit texts, often found in Hinduism. I'm currently working on compiling all the information or all the relevant information for these poses with a view to it being on a new section of my website. But I mean, this is a work in progress. I envisage many months of research before it's anywhere near ready to be put on the website. Moving on to the ears. So things I've listened to. My website Wednesday playlist, as usual, And also, because I tried to get back into CDs, as I mentioned last episode, I'm not really a Smiths or a Morrissey fan. Yeah, I've always found them quite depressing, to be honest. But I did buy an album several years ago. I bought an actual CD after hearing it being played in HMV. Now, I was going to look to see if HMV was still around and then I forgot. I'm so out of touch. It's called No Manchester by Mexracy. 
so the band called Mixacy, and it makes the songs of Morrissey and the Smiths sound quite happy and jolly. So they're sung in this Mexican Spanish style. It even came with a lyric book to help you sing along. Uh, you can't ask for more than that, can you really? And the scene part. We now have the Poirot box set. It was an eBay bargain. So Jessica Fletcher has been put on hold while we get our teeth into Hercule. Now, is it Poirot? Is it Prolo? I even watched a YouTube video on how to pronounce his name, but I'm still none the wiser. I say Poirot, but other people say different things. So the man with the moustache, you all know who I mean. It's also got Hugh Fraser in, who looks really, really young. And for any non-sharp fans, he played Wellington. Places I've been... I went for a lovely walk earlier in the sunshine. It's not really jeans wearing weather today. It's very, very hot. With restrictions easing, I know people are making tentative plans to go places, but I just think wait until you can definitely go somewhere before you make plans. That's just me because I, I like to be certain. I don't like uncertainty and not knowing. And then we've got our last section, the local businesses part. So, good news, Bean and Baked are open again for takeaway and postal brownies. Take a look at the website and, as always, I'll put a link in the description on my website. Backyard Brew House is still open for deliveries and takeaway. They also put regular stock updates on their Facebook and Instagram pages. So, if you're desperate to know if there's a certain style of beer in stock or a certain name, then you can take a look on there something a little bit different if you're looking for something quite fast-paced and energetic then a lady i work with ashley runs zumba classes take a look on facebook at la zumba they're online at the moment but any updates will be on the facebook page and as usual the link will be in the episode description hopefully over the next few months i can add more local businesses to my podcasts to promote them with a view that i will be going out and using these local businesses so if you've got any ideas of ones that i may be interested in then please get in touch i'll leave you with my contact details which are admin at sayestoyoga.co.uk i've still got my hotmail address which is sayestoyoga at hotmail.com if you want to see lots of photos of Wiggy, then you can take a look on Instagram, because that's where I usually upload them, which is Curly Girl Yogini. I do a lot more yoga-based things on Facebook, so have a look at Say Yes to Yoga on Facebook. And if you want to take a look at the website that I've been basically pouring my heart and soul into for the last forever, it seems like, take a look at sayestoyoga.co.uk. So thank you for listening. If you've got this far, I do appreciate it. And hopefully I will be back in another few weeks with a new podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.